Hello, welcome to our latest Liverpool FC podcast. This is Andy Kelly. Uh, I'm joined by James Pearce and Ian Doyle, and we're looking ahead to Liverpool's Monday night fixture with Newcastle and looking back on a very mixed uh, week for Liverpool Football Club. James, uh, it started badly, but it's got a bit better since. Yeah, I think midweek lifted the gloom, didn't it? I think you know everyone was on a downer after the defeat of the Emirates. It was a, you know, a pretty shambolic def- display defensively. Um, but uh, but uh, midweek was the perfect pick me up. I think there was a lot of pressure on Liverpool going into that game. You know, effectively the season would have been over if if they lost it. But um, you know, it's breathed new life into it. And um, you know, now you're kind of looking at the Manchester derby on Sunday and, and think you know whoever loses that game, if Liverpool can win on Monday night, it, you know there may well still be a little bit of hope left in that race for the top four. Ian, Brendan Rodgers basically ruled out top four. You were in his press conference after Arsenal. Do you think he might reassess depending on how the weekend results go? I think he already has reassessed it. I think he was talking realistically straight after the game. I think it's his heart through his head a little bit there, but you know, in some ways he is right. It's going to be very difficult for them. But later on in the week, he was saying, you know, making the point that Liverpool aren't just going to give this up. They're not going to give up, so they'll go for it against Newcastle, as as James has said. The uh, Manchester derby may have may influence just how much they do go for it against Newcastle, but it's still going to be a massive ask. James, the the, the Wednesday night at Ewood Park. Uh you know, will have encouraged uh, Liverpool fans. It was a solid display. Uh, it was a tough pitch to play on, but Liverpool did what they had to. Yeah, a lot of character. I think, um, you know, Blackburn made it difficult. They got a lot of bodies behind the ball, challenged Liverpool to break them down. But, um, yeah, on a difficult surface, I thought Liverpool kept the ball well, showed a, you know, a lot of control, you know, a couple of minor scares. But, um, you know, overall, it was, uh, you know, a decent step forward. I mean, you'd, you'd expect Liverpool to beat a Blackburn side. I don't think anyone was getting too carried away. It was a depleted Blackburn team as well, but um, you know they got the got the job done. And they, you know there were there were a fair few positives really. Um, obviously Mignolet was outstanding. Um, you know his form has been a been a real plus. You know a bit, little bit of a blip maybe at the Emirates should have done better with at least one of the goals, but in general been very good. Um, and Philip Coutinho with the the piece of magic to to settle the tie. I think the interesting thing will be what Brendan Rodgers now does with the team for the Newcastle game because obviously he changed the system at Blackburn to go four at the back. Emre Chan back available for Monday. So you'd you'd expect he'll probably go back to three at the back. But uh, you know, he's got a few options. Ian, how important was that win for Brendan Rogers in, in particular? He's still a manager that uh while he has a support from a, a suspect a, a silent majority of Liverpool fans, a strong majority. There's still a sort of vociferous minority who still um, feel he's underachieving at Anfield. Uh, you know, how big a win was it for him to get the team to Wembley? Well, he's always going to get criticism until he wins something because you look back and nearly every Liverpool manager over the past 30, 40, 50 years has, has won a trophy. You know, Graham Souness was, you know, his, his reign was deemed to be a failure, but he won a trophy, he won the FA Cup. It's only really Roy Hodgson who didn't, and he was only around for six months. And then, you know, within 18 months, Kenny Dugley should have won the League Cup and got to an FA Cup final. So it's, you know, Brendan, he got, he got Liverpool close with the league, which is obviously the one that they want more than anything last season. But, you know, having personally me pointed out that, you know, Liverpool in the cup competitions under Rodgers in the last two seasons weren't particularly great. I mean, this season they got to a League Cup semi-final. They got to an FA Cup semi-final, could easily go on and, and win the competition. But... Once he gets that first trophy, the first trophy is always the most difficult, and that's you know th- this is now they've got a great chance of doing it. James, that semi-final is almost you know comes upon us very quickly because of the massive delay in the in the quarter-final replay. Um, are Newcastle just the sort of side you want coming into town uh, six days before an FA Cup semi-final? Yeah, I don't think you could ask for a better fixture. I'm sure Brendan Rodgers will 
or say all the right things and say they'll treat them with the utmost respect and there's no easy games in the Premier League but you you know you you want to play Newcastle this stage of the season it looks like they've got the flip-flops on already um you know John Carver you know he knows full well everyone knows he's not going to get that job um you know they were absolutely abject against Sunderland um you know they, they it's the usual story up there whether you know they do do just enough to avoid relegation you know there's a real lack of ambition there with you know I feel for the fans with Mike Ashley's regime um, but yeah, you know, it's a game Liverpool should be winning comfortably uh, to ensure that they go to Wembley on a, on a high. I think Liverpool will have to be uh, careful though, simply because Newcastle got absolutely slaughtered by the fans after the performance at Sunderland. I mean, if there's one game that Newcastle want the players to perform, and it's against Sunderland, and they just didn't even turn up. You know, I know they got a lot of injuries and players missing, but they just didn't seem to have the fight in them. And there might be a reaction to that. But you know, as James has said, this is if you wanted to pick a game that you wanted to play before a, a cup semi-final it's a home game against the team that's got next to nothing to play for with the manager who's not going to be in the job next season and players who as you said you know, they're almost like on the beach already James Brendan still doesn't have a, a huge number of options there's no there's no sense that there, there should be any rotation on Monday we've got six days before a, a cup semi-final and, and um, you know we, we still while it's mathematically possible and, and you know the, other games this weekend could make it even more possible but they still need to be operating at as high level as they can on Monday. yeah yeah there'll certainly be no uh, you know i think you think back probably three years under kenny in the certainly in the build-up to that fa cup final you know various people were arrested and all the rest of it but liverpool aren't at that stage nowhere near i mean, think when you brendan rogers doesn't need to be told that you know if you're asking uh john w Hemery in boston what his priority is it's getting in the champions league you know that's where the riches lies for Liverpool and while there's a chance, you know, he has to go absolutely flat out for that. And I think, you know, whoever whoever loses the Manchester Derby on Sunday, if Liverpool then win on Monday night, it, it puts, you know, a little bit of pressure on them and, you know, anything could happen. You know, you look at City's form has been, been really patchy. Uh, and United, although their form has been very good, they've certainly got the toughest of run-ins out of any of the, the top teams. So, uh, so no, Rodgers will go flat out. Like I, said, I think Emery Chan will come back in, probably will mean go back to three at the back. But um, you know, apart from that, his options are very limited. I think we saw that the other night when you look at the bench. You know, with with Skirtle and Gerrard still suspended, um, you know, he's he's pretty much restricted in in what he can do. I think Lallana will still be missing. He hasn't trained today. Jordan and I back in training, but probably the best he can hope for is a spot on the bench. Ian, just uh, we'll talk about it in much more detail before next Sunday. But just a little quick word on on the threat you think Villa might pose down at Wembley. Well, Liverpool don't have a. Well, I wouldn't say they don't have a good record against Villa, but they've had a lot of difficulty against them. Even when they've won down at Villa Park the last couple of seasons, it's been a tough game. And at home, you know, they, they lost this season 1-0. One, uh, one uh, they drew 2 all last season. so And they got beat 3-1 the season before that. And it's Christian Benteke is the one player that they all fear more than anyone, certainly the centre-backs, because he can you know, he, he can knock them about a little bit. Martin Skirtle found that a couple of years ago. Uh, and he's covered into form with his, you know, his hat-trick against QPR. But I think, going back to Monday's game, I, I can't see any slacking up, as James has said, but also primarily because all these players will want to be playing in the semi-final. They'll want to play at Wembley. And Martin Skirtle and Stephen Gerrard aren't playing on Monday. There's no guarantee they're going to be coming back. And you know, these players will, will want to make sure that they can be in the team. James, those are, those are probably the two key selection issues for Brendan going into that semi-final, you know, unless we have any injuries on Monday. Does he bring back Steven Gerrard after so little playing time over the last few months? Martin Skirtle, probably an easier one. He'll only have missed three games and you'd think he'll be straight back into the defence, won't he? Yeah, yeah, I think Skirtle is a straightforward one. I think, for me, Skirtle probably the most consistent centre-back in the Premier League since the turn of the year. Um, so I think he has to play. You'd, 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 have, you'd have thought you know, as long as 
Liverpool don't pick up any injuries. It'll be a back three of Chan, Sacco and, and Skirl at Wembley. But uh, yeah, the Gerrard one's interesting because you know, it's not just the three-match ban. You know, you go back before that and you know, he was before that 38 seconds or whatever it was against United. He was out for, for a while before that. So um, yeah, I, th- I think much will probably depend on how Liverpool perform against Newcastle because um, you know if the midfield works well um, as a unit, then uh, then you know, we may well see Steven Gerrard on the bench at Wembley. And Jim pointed towards that back three that's been was you know produced some very solid away performances in particular. Um, Liverpool have to sweat on Sacco after his injury on uh, on Wednesday night, I guess as well, won't they? Yeah, they will. I mean, I'm not sure whether necessarily they'll go back to a, a, a back three. I mean, they may do, but to be honest, I'd quite like to see Glenn Johnson playing again because he's a, he's a player who you know doesn't get he gets a lot of stick from the fans and he's not going to be sticking around in the summer either. But come to the big games and he intends to deliver and he may you know he did it on Wednesday had a decent game against Blackburn and there's you know I reckon he, he deserved to be staying in the team Right so we look ahead to a big uh, Monday night at Anfield and an even bigger uh, trip to Wembley next weekend Nu bij Tele2 de Huawei P20 omdat het kan voor een genadeloos lage prijs Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Ik dat het mooi, maar het kan.